The Plant Powered Show Pop-Up Podcast is brought to you by Latitude Apart Hotel and the City of Cape Town. Welcome to the Plant Powered Show Pop-Up Podcast, the ultimate destination for those seeking advice on plant-based products and hoping to reduce their environmental footprint while still enjoying a vibrant and fulfilling life. My name is Sean Lewitz, and my next guest is a nature lover with a passion for sustainability. From food to energy and everything in between, Karen Brink, it's great to have you here. Thanks for having me, Sean. Only a pleasure. I'm <laughs> glad you were available. You know, we checked schedules. It was touch and go there for a second. I know. Uh, you co-founded Plushi, which is a zero-waste vegan sushi restaurant in Cape Town that strives to create the best the very best. Okay, the very <laughs> best. Plant-based sushi through experimentation, and I love creativity. So I definitely want to dive deeper into all of that. But first, what does conscious living mean to you? So conscious living is about making choices for myself, which will provide the most sustainable sustainability for the planet. So... For instance, like being vegan to many people means not eating meat at all or any animal products. But for me, it's more sustainable and conscious to actually work what's best for my diet and everything. So like consciously deciding every day like to cut certain things out, um, but also allow myself to eat certain things for the sustainability of my vegan diet, for instance. I see. So consciously deciding every day to do things, but not being too strict that you literally end up binging and going wild. So, so I'm guessing then, listening to you talk about veganism and, and maybe why you went that route, before we get there, you clearly have a love for the environment. You're talking about sustainability, and that generally leads us back to the natural world. What do you, where do you, what do you attribute that love for the, for the environment to? Um, I think that just comes from my parents and how they raised me. Um, I was never allowed to just watch TV or sit inside. Like you were forced to go sit outside and play. I mean, I remember going away on holidays with my family for like a month at a time at a holiday house, no TV, no nothing. And you're just on the beach and you're making up games in your head with my older brother. And you are just playing all day, every day in nature. And you just grow a love for it from there. And I think that just grew over time. And my passion for the environment stems from that. um, And trying to preserve it, not just for me, but for the future. Most certainly. And appreciation for all of that. And to keep it around, right? Because we've enjoyed it. You've enjoyed it. You'd like for other people to enjoy it as well. Um, I know you were doing a master's in environmental science, sustainability, and, and society. When when did your eating habits then change, Karen? Because I believe you weren't always vegan. No, so I was vegetarian for years on and off. Um, when I say off, it was when I was traveling. Okay. And then you wish that you were actually vegetarian sometimes <laughs> when you do that because you eat some weird things. Um, and then my business partner, we were actually doing. We were doing a marketing thing together at some point. Well, we still are. And he watched a documentary called Game Changers. Okay. And he became vegan. And I like laughed at him going from like a meat eater to be <laughs> a vegan overnight. And I was like, I've watched so many documentaries. And I'm like, nothing's going to be that grasping. And I watched it and I was instantly vegan. <laughs> so, I mean, I, uh, that's where it stemmed from. And then there was no vegan sushi I mean, except for like Avomaki, which is, you know, pretty boring and gross. <laughs> and yeah, so that's where Plushi came about. Fantastic. Okay, so well, let's go there then, since you've brought it up. Uh, what is the ethos of 
plushie. And uh, like, it's zero waste. Uh, you're trying to do the best, the very best of plant-based <laughs> yeah, sushi. <laughs> so why sushi? Yeah, tell me more. I mean, there was just actually a gap in the market. Like, if I'm being completely honest, just what we saw wasn't there for us. Mm. But we wanted to make a product that made sustainability, veganism, and Asian cuisine, like combining those and making them as, I want to say, sexy as possible, like as accessible, as desirable as possible, so that it allows you to make these sustainable choices in your life. You know, if you're going to be offered avamaki versus like a salmon rose, what are you going to choose? A person, a normal person on the street is going to choose a salmon rose just because it's so much more exciting and flavorful. So we went ahead and made a product that people actually want to eat, that they will rather choose over normal, quote unquote, sushi. I hear you. So that was the big goal is you actually want to not just be converting the vegans because the vegans are obviously going to want to eat it, but the non-vegans to actually be like, oh, this is better than normal sushi. And through that, they're making sustainable conscious decisions and that's all we want to achieve. Fantastic. So tell me then about the menu or how you've gone about creating your flavors. You mentioned Asian, one of my favorite sort of staple flavor. Can we call them genres? <laughs> Category. Categories. <laughs> yeah. So how do you go about, what have you, what's on the menu? What have you created? So we've got a platter of the week every week, which has a menu on it. So because we zero waste, we didn't want to have a wide range of roles available for everyone to choose from. But instead, we have a set platter every week that allows us to order all our veg and our produce and stuff and only cater for that so we're not left with a bunch of things at the end of the week. Very smart. And then we have a mystery roll once a month. Well, it's in every every platter every week, but there's one mystery roll a month that no one knows what it is until they actually get their platter. Um, and so every month there's a new roll that's introduced and through that there's just a circulating menu that keeps on evolving. And the base of the majority of your plushie is... Rice. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. All right, just checking. And then the next most important ingredient? Um, well, it's very obviously vegetable-based, but then we tofu is a big protein source, tempeh. Um, we use jackfruit a lot, banana blossoms. I mean, it's all those like protein bases that we use, and then we just really get those vegetables magically whipped up into something crazy. <laughs> Amazing. And, and it, I've, I've seen pictures. It looks beautiful as well. And that's what a lot of us do. We eat with our eyes first, don't we? 100%. That was always the goal, that we wanted to make a product that people wanted to share. You know, vegans love telling everyone they're vegan. But I wanted the non-vegans to also want to be like, look at this, you know? So, and you do eat with your eyes, there's no doubt. Okay, so I consider myself to have a relatively adventurous palate. And I attribute that to my parents who came across things like glass noodles. And they were like, ooh, let's try it. And I heard about glass noodles. And I was like, oh, we sure about this <laughs> right and then you know you slowly venture into other flavors and other things is it similar for you is that where your interest in alternative and different ingredients came from <laughs> the complete opposite my parents love a braai i come from an afrikaans family so that is just like not on the table when i went vegetarian back in the day my dad was like so confused. He's why would you do this? It's almost like sacrilege towards our ancestors. And I remember at my 21st birthday, and I'd been vegetarian for quite a while at this point, and we had a small like family gathering of like 20 people or whatever, and my dad got a spit braai with potatoes. And I was like, where's, where's like the vegetarian option? He's like, you love it though. I'm like, I'm like okay. He's like, there's potatoes. And I'm like, okay, but they're dripping with meat. Yeah. <laughs> so there was just never this like understanding um, so I was never brought up with that, even though my parents are both really good cooks, actually. Like, they're incredible. Um, so it was just actually discovery myself. And then when I went vegan, that was where I had to really put in some creativity 
because I was like, I can't just cover everything with cheese, you know. Yes. <laughs> that's what I always used to do. Cover everything with cheese and taste amazing. So, yeah, that's where the, the real, like, growth and the creativity came. And, I mean, I have no chefing background, but I'm, like, the, I do all the recipes and stuff. And that's just come from ne- wanting to be creative. It just provides so much room for creativity, which I absolutely love. Okay, so you mentioned the ingredient a little bit earlier. Can we lean into banana blossom? Okay. So, what? How? Why? What are the benefits? It's not with where is the banana blossom on the plant? Okay, so the banana blossom blossom is actually just, it's a species of banana from Southeast Asia. Okay. So just picture like this big purple flower. Mm -hmm. And at the base of the flower are these little yellow and white flowers, which actually grow into the banana. Right. So it's this big thing. And just at the bottom is this thing. And it actually grows like a potato. It's like a thing with like little eyes that grow out. And that's where the bananas come out of. Anyway, it's crazy. And I just love it because it's a... It's like a meat eater's dream, like a vegan meat eater's dream, because it, it gives you the texture of it could be like fish. You can make like a beer battered fish with it, or it could be like a pulled pork. If you, it takes on whatever ingredient, like recipe you put with it, like marinade or spice, and it will take that on. And so it's absolutely amazing. I'm so glad I asked because it felt like a silly question. It blossom sounds like a flower, sounds delicate, sounds like a few petals and that's it. But what you're describing to me is far more, is, is, it's more fibrous maybe. Yeah. There's more to it. There's more, yeah, the word you use, texture, I suppose. It's, so it's, yeah, it's got this hard outer shell, the, the actual flower. And then inside it's almost like, think about like fish when you cook it and it like tears away. Mm. It's got that sort of texture inside. And I mean, I just also love it because there's just so much history behind the banana blossom. Like in Thailand, I read once that there was, they think that it's a spirit in the tree. And the, the spirit loves everything except for unfaithful men. So like it comes after unfaithful men and they actually tie a red ribbon around those trees so that you don't cut it down because they believe if you cut it down, you get bad luck. And like I also read in Malaysia, they have like a red ribbon and you have to pierce it with a nail. And if you pierce it incorrectly the spirit will come after you and send, like kill all the, ba- the men in the community. So it's like a very treasured plant, like in, especially in the Southeast Asian communities. So I just love that about it. It's got so much history. And can you tell me any, about the nutritional benefits? I mean, I, mean I, do, I don't necessarily think that it's like any more nutritious than any other produce, but it's, def- it's a delicacy. Um, in other parts of the world and in our kitchen and in your kitchen yeah, well, for sure. I, I look forward to tasting Plushi and uh, we'll make sure we include the links to find more about Karen and the work that she does thank you so much for your time and for sharing your passion more about the banana blossom than <laughs> else at the end of it but it was fascinating to learn more about Plushi I'm so glad it exists and, and I know the community is going to get that much stronger around what it is that you do cool. as more and more people discover the joy of plant-based sushi. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. Only a pleasure. <laughs> the Plant Powered Show brings together top local and international chefs, celebrity cooks, mixologists, health and wellness experts, as well as plant-based food, drink, and conscious living products and brands. Subscribe to the Plant Powered Show pop-up podcast. And you can join me each week as we delve a little bit deeper into the world of plant-based living. Follow us on Instagram or on Facebook at The Plant Powered Show for the latest updates, mouth-watering recipes, and engaging content. The Plant Powered Show pop-up podcast is brought to you by Latitude Apart Hotel and the City of Cape Town. 